Welcome to Womb Talk. I'm your host, Elizabeth Vandewelt, the owner and founder of Food for Womb Doula Services. With Womb Talk, we like to go over some different topics that are acceptable for all audiences. I am not a medical professional, so anything I say is based off of research and the training I was taught. Anyone that has a fascination for anything fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and much more related is a wide range of subjects that are at your fingertips. Don't forget to check us out on some other social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Let's start talking, why don't we? October is a busy month. Let's start there. There are so many different topics that I really wanted to do this podcast about. I'd planned to do one about Love Your Body Day or the International Baby Wearing Week or even National Midwifery Week. But this one takes more importance and it speaks to me. I'm always been, I've always been reading about this and there's a lot that goes on in the world and I think it's something that we need to speak about. October 15th is the Pregnancy and Infant Loss Remembrance Day. Last year and this year, I light candles in memory of certain children that people have requested for, or I pray in general. This year's ceremony was a good way to remember all those infants that were lost. Loss has been in my head a lot lately, as I'm working completely on completing my bereavement trainings, uh, where I'm cross-certifying with stillbirth day and with uh, pale. I have never experienced a loss myself. As some people know, I'm only 20 years old and I don't have any children. But I do remember the pain my mother had when we lost my sister, Sarah. We don't know for sure that it was a girl, but my mother believed it so. So when we speak of her to us, she has been named. And we do speak of her at times and bring it up. My mother always said that if Sarah was born, my brother David wouldn't be. So there's that. And I've always been the type of person to believe that whatever happens, happens there is a reason for it. Now, my philosophy does not apply to other people. And I would never say something like that if you've just experienced a loss. This is just something that for us and our family, we work past it. It's been a long time, you know, but I remember how my mother was upset with it. I was young at the time, maybe six or seven years old. My mother was at the hospital. I don't remember the morning, but I just remember her being at the hospital. My dad took us shopping to get my mother a gift. And then he took us to this park that was close by where we live. Well, 15 minutes away or so. And we got ice cream. And I remember having like this orange flavored ice cream. I remember because it was like really orange. <laughs> and he explained to us at that time that mommy had lost the baby because we were always excited when we got a new brother or sister. We were always, apparently when I was hearing of the pregnancy of my sister, I was not happy. But after that, I think I warmed up to the idea of getting more siblings. At the time we were young, but we seen that our parents were sad. And my empathic little body, because as everyone knows, I'm an empath. And seeing them upset made me upset. <laughs> so I felt the sadness that everyone else did around us. Loss is hurtful whenever it happens, if it's early on or if it's full term or anywhere in the middle. 
Loss affects us all in different ways too. Grief can affect our body, mind, emotions, and spirit. People might notice or show grief in several ways. Physical reactions might include changes in appetite or sleep, an upset stomach, tight chest, crying, tense muscles, trouble relaxing, low energy, restlessness, or trouble concentrating. Frequent thoughts may include happy memories of the person who died, worries, regrets, or thoughts of what life would be like without the person. Strong emotions. Most times, or people might experience it differently, but sadness, anger, guilt, despair, relief, love, or hope. Some may even have spiritual reactions. This might mean finding a strength in faith, questioning religious beliefs, or even discovering spiritual meaning and connections. This was taken from the Teens Health website on death and grief. But I think it applies just as well on the loss of a family member. Loss does affect us so differently, and everyone feels differently when it comes to these things. Um, sometimes we don't want to speak about it at all with people, but other times you want to remember them by talking about it, by bringing it up and making that person feel known. Like I said, in my family, we talk about our sister or, you know, maybe it was a brother too, but we talk about it because it happened in our life. And... Everyone may feel comfortable or not feel comfortable talking about it. I've had a few clients that have experienced loss. And when you're new with a client, you don't know how to touch the subject. You don't want to offend anyone and you don't want to say something that would hurt them. Because regardless, loss is still affecting someone, even if it happened yesterday or it happened years ago. You know, my mother, she doesn't speak about how it upset her in that much. But I bet if you asked her, there's still some things she thought and felt, you know. And when teen, the teen website mentioned the happy memories of the person who died, when you're expecting a lot of people envision what the future will bring and to have that child pass away and lose all those thoughts and feelings and dreams, it really hurts. And it doesn't matter if you've had one child and you have another, or if you have 10 children and you lose one. Regardless, you'll always be sad that you lost that one. If you've experienced a loss, how do you remember your little ones? Did you have a ceremony for your baby? I know a lot of people like will bury a tree or they'll get box or pictures. And I wanna mention this here at this point now. Then when I talk about infant loss, I don't mean it just as in those who had a miscarriage. I also believe that people who have had abortion, you know, they've still lost their child too. And there's still emotions that are tied with this. So this applies to stillbirth, miscarriage, children that have died even after the birth. Um, it, it covers it all. That's what I'm trying to get at. So I know this is a short one, but it's a depressing, well, not a depressing, it's a subject that's a little more sad than usual. And I'm always open to listen to your stories. And if you'd like to ever come and talk about your story, you're more than welcome 
to apply to be on the show. I'd love to listen to your stories and hear what you've experienced in life. So I think I'll end it on a poetic quote. At the temple, there is a poem called Loss, carved into the stone. It has three words, but the poet has scratched them out. You cannot read loss. You can only feel it. This is by Arthur Golden from the Memoirs of Yisha. Maybe pronouncing that wrong. Thanks for listening. Like always, come back. Next month, there's a new episode. And lots of packed full of information. Have a great day. Bye, guys.